This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by Zephyr CMS. It's a modern cloud-based CMS system that's licensed only to agencies. You can find them at zephyrcms.com. More about this later in the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is John Jance. My guest today is Charlie Schlegel. He is a co-owner of Schlegel Design Remodel, a Kansas City-based design and remodel firm. So, Charlie, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me, John Jance. Excited to be here. So, full disclosure, um, I have been doing work, um, consulting work, marketing consulting work with Schlegel Design Remodel on and off since about 2004, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, clearly my, my longest, uh, longest running, longest standing client. So I thought, well, gosh darn it, it's about time to get them on the show and hear what they think of the world of marketing. So before we really get into that, um, maybe, maybe just describe, if, you know, if somebody said, well, Charlie, tell me about your business. How would you describe Schlegel Design Remodel? Well, we're a design build remodeler, locally owned, Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, we do uh, projects ranging from full-on uh, home additions, home renovations, uh, ranging from, from you know million plus dollars down to home improvement and home repairs to two-hour service calls. So uh, we've got a design build department, we've got a handyman service, and then we've got a, a pink team as well. So. Uh, we're a full service from anything home maintenance, home repair, home improvement. We design it, then we can price it, then we can construct it. So, as I said, you know, I've been working on and off for 15 years with you also. I, I do have a, a real history of kind of the tremendous growth that you've experienced. And, you know, while I like to claim that it was all due to marketing, um, you know, yeah. I'd love to hear from your... What, from was, your it, was it not? <laughs> from your point of view, you know, what, what do you think has led to really steady growth, you know, from, from the company. I see the growth coming from an investment into uh, our marketing. I see an investment into our team members. Um, you know, we are a company that values the, the um, tenure of our, our team members. So, um, but we can't do that without clients. So the more people we've touched over the years uh, that have spread the good word of Schlegel and with some tutelage of, you know, John Jantz and the duct tape marketing gang, uh, we've, we've continued to grow. We, we bolted on some different uh, service offerings in our handyman department and our paint department, which has also allowed us to grow. We haven't done any growth through acquisition just yet. Um, it's not something that we're targeting currently to do, just given the light of the situation uh, out there in the world. But, um, you know, we, we are seeing even more demand uh, than, than uh, previous years in remodeling right now. I think we took a little two-month, uh, three-month hiccup, and we've seen uh, the, the surge come back stronger than pre-February, March times. So, so when you're sitting in somebody's uh, kitchen or one of your designers is sitting in somebody's kitchen or, or dining room, and you know, obviously the question is like, well, we're talking to a couple other people. Why would we hire you? I mean, do you do you feel like there's a real point of difference that that you can lean on that that maybe nobody else can claim? Yeah, yeah, I, I truly do. I, I think the design build model is one differentiator. I think our process within that design build model is a is a substantial differentiator. Sure. And as I shared earlier, our people yeah. are are a big differentiator. Um, you know, with, with having people retained uh, that are, are committed to our client experience, which is our company's mission statement, 
we find that we can consistently deliver projects that are high quality on schedule and within budget. So I, the, the design build process affords a client the opportunity to know exactly what they're going to get before they buy it. So you're no longer buying, um, you know, the, the thought of what it may be or what it could be. We're not coming in with well, projects like this could be, I don't know, 250000 or $100,000 or $80,000. It's your project for all the material selections, for all the, the design elements that you want into it, for all the spatial layout that you're, you're requesting will cost X amount of dollars. You've mentioned a couple of times of the longevity of your people, you know, and I, I've been, I've been coming around there for 15 years and many of your key people were there before that, <laughs> that, yeah, that, that yeah. are still there. It's uh, it's pretty phenomenal in it and probably not that common in a lot of small businesses. So you, I mentioned uh, in the intro that you are a uh, co-owner of the firm, but that's a somewhat recent development. You happen to grow up in the business though. Uh, your yes. father, your father started the business. Mm -hmm. um, I seem to talk to a lot of family run yeah. businesses. You know, I have my daughters are working in my business. What, what would you say is, is both really good about that idea and then challenging maybe about that idea of, you know, sort of coming up in a business uh, that's, that's run by a family member. You know, I, what I loved about uh, uh, growing up in the business is that I got to have the hands-on experience. Uh, I also appreciate that my dad had uh, clearly communicated to those people that I would be working on job sites with that were members of the, the, the team that I'm not to be given special treatment. And uh, some, some certainly took, uh, took that to uh, their, their advantage and got uh, every ounce of sweat out of me that they could. Uh, but I, I, it taught me to work hard. It taught me to appreciate you know, the, the people that are involved in the business, it taught me to appreciate what the business does and, and it, it taught me how we do it. Um, you know, and then going on to, you know, college and working here in the summers uh, and during the school year as uh, both in the office as well as in the field, I got to see how the business side of the company was running while taking business classes. And upon graduation, I think the best thing my dad it was say, go work somewhere else for three to five years. Well, I graduated in the, uh, the winter, or I'm sorry, the winter of 2006. So by the time I got out into the real world, the 2008 slide was just happening. So I did, a, I did about four years uh, away from the company and, and had a great opportunity to learn from a, a, an incredibly uh, well-run organization uh, that taught me about, you know, the, the new construction, the uh, replacement and service departments within an organization. And I was able to bring back that, that knowledge and apply it to a handyman department. So, you know, while my dad uh, gave me the opportunity to come back, he also said, you got to bring value. Hmm. And the value that was brought was through the handyman department. We, we bolted on, like I said, that whole new service offering um, that's really, you know, been a, a major growth point for the company. So, you know, I, I love working in the business. I rarely, uh, rarely is there a day where you wake up and you think, oh man, this is going to be a brutal one. There, there still are, but, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm fortunate that I wasn't, it, it wasn't handed to me by my father to say, go ahead and just kind of assimilate in here. Uh, there was some roadblocks some challenges, some hurdles that, you know, he had had me overcome and, wanted me to bring the value to the company and, and we've done that. And so that's, that's what I, I enjoy most about working with family 
now what I, what, what's one of the, you know, one of the more difficult things is getting my dad to come into the office at this point. Um, cause he's, he's pretty much, uh, out, out on the, uh, he's enjoying retirement. We'll just say that. So. Well, so was, was there any kind of hurdle of, Hey, you know, there's Charlie who was coming in in the summers being a laborer, you know, working side, you know, alongside with folks that all of a sudden now Charlie's the boss. I mean, was that a hard, um, was that a hard thing or, or was, you know, did, did you have to earn that uh, kind of right, you think, uh, you know, from the folks that have been there a long time? The way I'm wired, I, I had to earn that, you know, in my, uh, on my own, um, for my own reasonings. I, I, I never had someone tell me I had to earn it by any yeah. means. Uh, but that's the way I thought. I actually remember Brad Scott, who was uh, one of our uh, long-term, you know, uh, uh, employees at the time, prior to my uh, purchasing the company with Chris Peterson, you know, Brad had, uh, was coaching me on, you know, you got to kind of rise above that. You got to think bigger than that. You know, my dad would coach me on that as well. Fortunately, when starting the handyman department of the company for the first six years of my being a part of the back in the organization, I did bring on my, my own hires. Mm -hmm. um, so I, while I would work in partnership with some of the people I used to work under, I wasn't directly managing those people at that time. So it gave me six years, uh, five years to kind of get their trust, their, um, you know, buy-in to the fact that I, I you know, I, I, hopefully they think I know what I'm doing at this point. I don't know. Maybe I don't know, but, uh, you know, that they, they see that, you know, I, I, I am bringing value to the organization and that it is, um, it's not just the, the high school, college uh, guy coming in anymore on, on late every, every, every now and then, not too often, <laughs> right? But uh, they're seeing that it is a, a different Charlie. So <clears throat> has there been anything that, that you would say was particularly surprising about this, taking on this new role or more rewarding or, you know, was it easier than you thought? I mean, did, is there anything that when you actually got into this new position, you know, was so, sort of surprising to you? Uh, COVID-19, a global pandemic. <laughs> uh, you know, my dad, uh, along with a lot of great people over, you know, you know, 38, 36 years, uh, built a great brand, built a, a great uh, company. Um, and so there were a lot of systems and a lot of procedures in place that have allowed the transition to go smoothly. Um, one, one of the biggest challenges is, um, you know, I think ensuring our, what we call our company mission, the ultimate client experience and ensuring that not only for our clients that are hiring us to perform remodeling, but ensuring that for the people that are part of the Schlegel design remodel team. Um, you know, balancing all that because what you do for one isn't good for all, but knowing that the best intentions uh, for, for all are, are there. So um, some of the biggest challenges, one of the biggest challenges has been that um, ensuring that, you know, our team and our clients are, are still uh, getting the, the service that they, they deserve and that they, they are expecting. Not a challenge in the way of performance to that, but just uh, monitoring, measuring the stress is really the, the stress that comes with that, knowing that the buck stops with you. That's probably one of those biggest challenges. You know, today content is everything. So our websites are really content management systems, but they've got to work 
like one. Check out Zephyr. It is a modern cloud-based CMS system that's licensed only to agencies. It's really easy to use. It's very fast. It uh, won't mess with your SEO. I mean, it really reduces the time and effort to, to launch uh, your client's websites. Beautiful themes, just really fast, profitable way to go. They include an agency services to really kind of make uh, them your plug-and-play dev shop. Check out Zephyr.com. That is Z-E-P-H-Y-R, CMS.com. So you mentioned COVID. Um, I, I distinctly remember um, getting a email or late night text uh, for, from you on the day that uh, Kansas City said, you know, we're, we're closing down. Um, yeah. That was obviously uh, quite a curve. Um, what do you what do you think? I mean, you, you, you know, like a lot of businesses, you you had employees, you had projects, you had clients, you know, you had a lot of uncertainty. What do you think? Um, what do you think you learned about the business about yourself and kind of getting this like completely new challenge? Well, about the business, what I learned is that um, no doubt our team is committed. Um, You know, we did have to lay people off uh, and we do have uh, most, if not all of those people back. Um, So that shows the commitment to uh, the organization, our client experience, um, you know, what, what I learned about myself uh, through this is that, you know, difficult times are going to arise. Uh, there's no playbook for how to na- navigate COVID-19. Um, and so uh, uh, leaders will have to emerge to uh, be on the forefront. And, and as, as I would give the analogy, carry the flag while running down the battlefield and just saying, I don't know if this is the right way to go, but based on all the information that I have today, this is the where we're going. Um, and and have the 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 team collectively behind you, knowing that hey, this person has a history of making good, sound judgment decisions. I, let's let's continue forward. So, you know, it was tough to send out uh, letters to clients saying we're we're going to put their projects on hold. The fear of retribution for that is terrible. Terrifying. Um, luckily, we, we had most all, not everyone, but most all of those clients, um, you know, completely understand and actually applaud us for looking out for them and looking out for our team members. So once the, the that, that anxiety and fear and stress of the retribution for that uh, melted away as soon as those emails started coming back from clients saying, you know, good choice, wise decision. Thank you for looking out for your people and looking out for, for our home. So um, those, those were probably the two most challenging parts to the, the, the revving up of the pandemic. Now it's the maintenance and the monitoring of it, um, you know, with this, this uh, second kind of in, second increase of cases that we're in, it's, it's trying to determine, is it increase in cases? Is it uh, increase in death rates? Is it, you know, uh, affecting certain areas of the city or, you know, so there's, there's a lot to, it, there's a lot to process. And, and as you can tell, John, and you've seen me, I've, I've shaved my head because my, my hair is growing in so much grayer in just three or four months right. than it was uh, prior to this whole ordeal. So. so, so do you think it's ultimately going to change anything about how you do business? Um, you know, I, I keep hearing from a lot of people that certain things like, you know, the Zoom 
you know, consultation, you know, that, that didn't exist before that maybe that's a better way to do business or a different way to do business. Do you think there are any things that, that, that are, that have been changes coming out of this that you think will be positives for your business? Uh, yes, yes. We, we are doing more virtual visits. We are trying to, um, you know, remain uh, minimally contact and minimal contact sure. with, with our team and with our clients. Um, so we are using Zoom. Uh, it is uh, affording us, you know, really some more targeted meetings, some more on point meetings. So less time uh, spent in, in meetings overall. Uh, we've been able to condense four different meetings into about two or, or one different meeting uh, throughout a week. Um, we're actually looking at investing into some technology at this point uh, because uh, with, with the physical separation of our, our team, we, we found we're, we're considering that this, this um, technology investment will afford us uh, better, more easy uh, or more, more uh, effortless and, and, and more uh, uh, consistent training for new hires, mm, right. while as well as uh, producing a, a repeatable result for, you know, job packages and job site information. Um, you know, while realizing, I mean, we, we were about to make a substantial investment into our building uh, in February, late February, we sat down and we approved, a, you know, a, a, a six figure investment into our property to out the office spaces. Uh, we're, we're considering now that that we may still do a portion of it. It just may look substantially different. Um, as people want to work from home more. Um, mm -hmm. and, and as we see that there's definitely some people that can successfully work from home and there are some people that do much better in an office setting <laughs> than, uh, than those that uh, work from home successfully. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's changing business. I will say that uh, buying remodeling, in my opinion, is still a very personal event. Yeah. Uh, it's usually someone that is looking to what most of our clients are looking to invest into their home and their home and that investment is something that they value particularly among above most things. Yeah. So when they do that, uh, they're looking to engage with someone on a personal level because we could be partnered with them for six, nine, 12 plus months. So yeah. Um, at some level, we are still having to get the personal connections in place. Yeah, I suspect people's relationships uh, with their homes have taken on kind of a new uh, <laughs> a, a new uh, trend or new. You know, people are people are not only looking at like, gosh, I need to fix that. They're kind of saying, you know, if we're going to be if we're going to be holed up here instead of you know uh, on the ski slopes or something, you know, maybe we should have this and this and that. And I suspect there are businesses that. Um, like remodeling businesses that that's, you know, that's going to be something that turns into a positive. Yeah. Yeah. We're seeing, uh, it, it, as you and I have discussed, I mean, the amount of requests for information on additions and finishing basements, right. you know, um, gaining more space or, you know, repurposing existing space has become a huge uh, talking point with prospective clients. Um, so it, it, it's kind of dry driving a, a little bit different narrative. Uh, kitchens and baths, people are always wanting to do, but there's been a, a much more of a focus on basements and additions in the past you know, month and a half, two months that we've been full up and running.
So Charlie, I know that you uh, do work uh, primarily, well, really exclusively in the Kansas City area, uh, but uh, tell people where they might find out more about Schlegel. I know a lot of, a lot of remodeling contractors out there um, um, admire your work and admire your business as well. So tell people where uh, they can find out more. Well, you can find out more about us on Facebook. Uh, we've got a great page on Facebook where you can find us at uh, remodelagain.com. That's R-E-M-O-D-E-L-A-G-A-I-N.com. Or if, uh, if you ever want to chat, you can call our, uh, call our office. Right. Um, so people, people still use that telephone, don't they? Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, Charlie, thanks so much for stopping by and sharing a little bit about, uh, kind of your experience over the last year. And, uh, uh we'll certainly, uh, bump into you if not on the road, uh, um, on, on another zoom call. Absolutely. I look forward to, do, uh, to seeing you again, John, real soon. <laughs>